0: So Disney, ESPN, and Charter Communications are in the middle of a corporate dispute. So Charter Communications is part of Spectrum, which is the major cable company we have here in southeast Wisconsin. And right now, because of the dispute over transmission of their signal and fees and all that sort of stuff... ESPN cannot be seen on the cable system here or the ESPN networks. Wanted to get you some perspective on this, and a guy who's been right at the center of this is Steve Wexler. He is the founder and owner of WEXL Coaching and Development and the longtime vice president and market manager for Good Karma Brands. Hey, Wex, thank you so much for making some time for us.
1: Hey, you bet. Hey, John. Hey, Greg. Good afternoon.
0: Uh, So you sat in that corner TV office for a long time, and I remember having discussions with you when we were both at Channel 4, and Channel 4 went through something like this, a dispute over retransmission, and our signal wasn't on the air. Give us some perspective on kind of how this works and what's at stake here. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know the saying, follow the money, right? I mean, that's what uh, this is, and, you know, typically— the model works. The market model works because if you follow the money, think about who creates the content. In this case, John, it's ESPN and the just knee networks, right, that create all this content and invest millions of dollars to bring us uh, Disney programming, live sports, and, and all the rest. The cable company, in this case, Spectrum or Charter, you know, they don't create the programming, they deliver it to your house and they charge you for, uh, for that content. And so the way the model works is they have to pay, in this case, ESPN or Disney – For that content and every few years you have to renegotiate those deals so when i was running channel four we were in the middle of one of those that was time warner at the time and we didn't feel that they were willing to pay a fair market price for our programming and so we got into that dispute and wtmj television was taken off their cable system for a period of time and eventually we reached an agreement and were able to reinstate the programming
2: is that why wtmj is channel (laughs) two on your cable box (laughs) So it's only channel two on some cable boxes because uh, negotiating with these folks,
1: by the way, is a whole another chapter in my memoirs, which um, I'll write someday. I'm not sure anybody will read them, but I will. Um, <laughs> on the cable, on the basic cable system, one of their negotiating tactics was, well, if you guys don't play ball, if you guys don't meet us where we need to be, we will move your channel assignment um, and, And they did. And so, you know, they they pulled that. And, you know, we thought that was, frankly, unfair to the customers because the viewers and the consumers of the content are the ones who end up looking at this corporate fight wondering – what the heck is going on? I just want to watch my football game, or I just want to watch my show. But that's why on some cable uh, systems, Channel 4 shows up as Channel 2.
2: The the first thing I do is I look at the calendar, right? Because to me, deadlines spur action. And with respect to the college football game that went off the air on Thursday night or whatever when this uh, sort of came down, and with respect to the U.S. Open, the deadline to me is Monday night football. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets taking on the Buffalo Bills. In your history, your experience, Wex, does this have a short shelf life? Is this all wrapped up before that that game? Is that game that big of a chip?
1: So Greg, all I can do is comment on what I experienced back in gosh, John, that would have had to have been two thousand 10, I think, yeah. or 2011, uh, right in there, we thought the same thing because um, the, the big high-profile event at that time was it was the beginning of Packers season, not coincidentally the beginning of football season, and we thought, okay, we're going to all get together and figure this out before fans lose those whole high-profile games, but I got to tell you, everything's changed. I mean, here, here's the problem for the cable companies, you can get content now so many places there was a time when it was either over the air free television or your cable system right today well you can go to direct tv or dish or hulu or fubo or slang or youtube tv and so um i don't know if i if i were a a betting man i would say that this might be prolonged and um you know i think the cable companies are going to have to realize that making a market decision based on the fair value of the content, is in everybody's best interest. And they tend not to. And part of the problem is because they are so desperate as they watch more and more people cut the cord, and more and more people have different ways to get the content. So uh, I'm not sure if this gets resolved by, uh, by kickoff next week.
0: Wex, you've been intimately involved in these sort of negotiations. You know the TV landscape and the fragmentation like nobody. Are we headed towards, do you believe a period of time where we don't subscribe to cable, but we almost buy things a la carte, like either I want just ESPN and HGTV, or even I want to watch ESPN on Monday and we pay for that. Are are, are big cable systems in trouble?
1: Well, I don't know if they're in trouble, but I do think the market, look, I'm a free market sort of thinker about this. And, you know, the market is changing right before our eyes. So the consumer has more control. The consumer has more choices, I think that's a good thing. I think that gives uh, the consumer you know more choice, but it does put some of these uh companies that are still using sort of an a yesterday model under more pressure. so I do think that what's happening is that you can now choose what you want when you want it um, and so we're seeing the model sort of change before our very eyes But The tough part is that most consumers just You know, they want to go home and and, and turn on their device and be able to watch the game they want. And a lot of this infighting and back and forth is not a very good look, but I think it's probably necessary. And hopefully the cable and the satellite folks realize that, you know, the market's going to decide the price. And these companies like Disney and others that have invested millions to bring us live sports, they're going to have to be compensated in a fair uh, and market way.
2: I've always wondered just how much understanding there is with all the agreements, right? So ESPN doesn't just work with with Spectrum, right? They work with Dish. They Correct. work with Correct. Sling. They work with Hulu, YouTube TV, and so on and so forth. I, I'm wondering just how much Spectrum knows about those other deals and, and how they work to create what they believe is fair market.
1: Well, and not to get too far in the weeds on it, but there are in some agreements, and again, I'm not involved in this current dispute, uh, <laughs> thankfully, because that was not a fun summer uh, for me. But um, I, I remember going off to State Fair, handing out, over-the-air antennas to people for free right there near the big slide. So that was kind of a memorable summer. But um, a lot of these agreements have uh, what are called favored nation terms. And what that means is that any deal I make with you, Greg, if it's a favorable deal, I'm required to make that same deal with John and with Debbie and with other people. And so, you know, if that language exists in any of these agreements, they don't know what's in the agreements because they're, Uh, proprietary, but they would be bound to provide that same deal point to others. And so that's why these things get so contentious. That's why they become public. However, I just want to point out, most of the time, we never hear about these negotiations. They happen, they, they get resolved, there's agreement. And for us as viewers, as consumers, we never know the difference. But once in a while, and it's, in my opinion, this is my editorial, it's the um, cable or satellite companies who are seeing their business get splintered uh, and and fractionalized. And so they all of a sudden, um, you know, sort of draw a line in the sand. And that's where we end up with these public disputes that affect our everyday viewing.
0: Wex, I remember you doing commercials wearing Packers jerseys. You looked pretty good in that green and gold.
1: Yeah, I looked. By the way, I looked just like a Green Bay Packer, and it sounds like uh, they may need some help at wide receivers, so I'm not sure if I'm going to get the call or not.
0: Yeah, you might. Line it up. Stretch out. Steve Wexler is the founder and owner of WEXL Coaching and Development, longtime vice president and market manager for Good Karma Brands, radio TV expert here in Milwaukee. Wex, it's always good to catch up. Thank you.
1: Thanks for the time, guys. I appreciate it.